an eargasm of learning, and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast with me, John Santos. And today, we have a very, very special guest, an amazing guest, guys. He is a successful creative entrepreneur and a podcast host. We are in the presence of greatness, guys. <laughs> Noah Hutton, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I know you're a very busy person. I've said this off camera. I'm going to say it again. Thank you for being with us here in today's episode, my friend. Of course, happy to be here. Yeah, hey, let's go. All right, my friend, I'm excited and I know our listeners and viewers are excited to know who or what influenced you to be in this position you are right now. You know, because clearly um, I mentioned you are an entrepreneur and you are also a podcast host. You are connecting to a lot of people, different people. You're changing their lives. You know, they're inspiring. You're inspiring. You're helping. You're motivating. So who influenced you? What push you give us your story my friend the floor is yours yeah yeah so I would say that um what inspired me was a little bit of necessity and a little <laughs> bit of kind of a push from friends so uh back in college I went to Purdue University which mm. is in Indiana in the United States um and back in college I was a part of this group where we were raised money for uh, a local children's hospital uh and so I was part of the video team but I was always perfectionist we want our work to be perfect and we're really mm. harsh on our work. So when I was part of this group, uh, people loved what I was doing and they would always compliment me, compliment me on the videos I was creating for the group. And so that kind of was my first push of, oh, people really like my work and people right. really like what I'm doing. And so that was kind of a little bit of a hint into maybe I should do this as a, as a full-time job. Mm. Um, and then the other part was the necessity part. Um, I graduated college in 2022, May, 2022 and did not have a plan out of, out of college. Wow. I didn't have a job offer. I didn't have a way to go into the full-time job. So um, I did some traveling throughout the summer, went out to California for a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then I came back in August to my hometown of India, in Indiana. Mm. Before that in July, I owned photography a little bit before that. And so um, come July, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna start this business, <laughs> see where it goes. And if I get a job offer, I had a, I had a couple of companies that were right. kind of saying like, you know, maybe later we'll we'll offer you something like when the when the economy is better or mm. when we're in a better position to offer you. So I was just kind of like, you know, maybe for now I'll do this job thing, I'll do this uh, business thing, I'll shoot some video for some people, see if I can make some money off of it. I'm living at home with my parents. And then uh, if I get a job offer, I'll, I'll you know, do the nine to five thing. Um, <laughs> and eventually, you know, a couple months later, I, uh, so this is probably like September, October, November is when I was like, I don't really want to do a nine to five anymore. I kind of just want to stick to this job thing or this, this business that I have now. And I started to get a little bit of traction, um, especially in the real estate market. Mm. Uh, December is a really, really, really rough month for mm. both realtors and people adjacent to real estate. So um but I had heard, I had kind of talked to some realtors. I made some connections, made some relationships in the in the coming or the past months, and so I knew that those relationships would kind of flourish right. this year. So in twenty twenty three, so that's why I was confident in, in you know, I can I can count on myself to yeah. have this full time 
business and go full time with my business uh, in 2023. And I uh, officially am doing that in May. So that's kind of like my official date of being a full time business owner and supporting myself on that business, which is really exciting. But yeah, it was kind of a little thing. Like, hey, you're being honest that, you know, it's also a necessity part. You know, not a lot of entrepreneurs are authentic in that part. Um, how about the podcasting journey? Because, you know, th- that explains the jump into entrepreneurship, right? But what what catapulted you to venture the podcasting approach, the podcasting part of your life? Yeah, so I've been listening to podcasts for at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to them forever. So <laughs> I've always loved podcasts. I've been watching them on YouTube and mm. uh, listening to them on Spotify. And so absolutely love podcasts. Um, and it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was around November when I was listening to a podcast called The Colin and Smear Show, uh, and which I really love. And mm. they, I forget what they were talking about. They were maybe talking about like, when is a good time to become a YouTuber or uh, like yeah, how to get yeah. into YouTube, something along those lines. And I, I didn't want to become a YouTuber. I didn't want right. to become an influencer or creator, but I uh, kind of just like, I was like, yeah, I could, I could do a podcast. Like if I'm listening to them so much, it was kind of an almost had an, again, necessity of like, <laughs> I need to create something. Right, I need to have right. something. And so I came up with the idea of having a podcast specifically where I talk to young entrepreneurs. So yes. people my age, mm. because I feel like that like kind of voice in the entrepreneurship uh, world is not uh, told as much. It's mm. told in the, in the local setting, you know, we're hustling, we're networking, yeah. we're talking to a lot of people. But in the podcast space, when you go on, when you listen to a podcast, you see the YouTuber with a million subscribers, you see the venture backed business, you see the people that, you know, they just got funding, they got their seed round, they got their series D, um, they're getting acquired, things like that. And right. there's nothing wrong with those businesses. I, I learned so much from them. I listened to, you know, Mark Benioff at Salesforce yeah. and all these kind of people that uh, they're really uh, inspirational and they have a lot of good information to share. That uh, I There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But for me, I didn't really see a podcast and there are some out there, but right now that I've found later on, but I didn't see a podcast where we were bringing on, you know, the the photographer who just came out of college and he's still trying to get clients, Ooh, or the yeah, you know, the yeah. videographer who just landed his first big deal. That's a good niche, and that's maybe a thousand dollars a month or whatever. Like nothing like crazy, but they're yeah, you know yeah. getting started um, and telling their story there. Um, and I think one of the things that I also wanted to do is I found it really hard to kind of tell my story, mm. and so and I feel like a lot of creative entrepreneurs have that issue too. Is we don't have a good way to talk about ourselves. We right. just do the work. And so it wasn't necessarily like a reason to start the podcast, but I kind of found out or like as I was doing my episodes that it does help some people kind of ta- learn how to talk about themselves. Um, and so that kind of was a that was a uh, side benefit of the podcast, but that's kind of how I got started with that. Um, and I just released episode nine. So um, I have about, you know, 10 or uh, five more episodes after that that I've recorded. So love that good so far. Love that. Love that. I love that you mentioned like, perspective more about i'm not not a journey of that successful person like you i mean i i see myself in you when when i was like doing podcasting when when i started podcasting nobody even know that i exist (laughs) things like that and then when you mentioned that you know the the people that you bring on the show i remembered um i was inviting uh when i was alone before 
I was a one-man team <laughs> inviting people to be in the show. And, and people will say, nah, who are you? I mean, why? Why, why would yeah. I be there? So I know that feeling. And I love that you are helping those people that are, you know, starting their careers. Uh, photographers, videographers, artists, entrepreneurs that are, you know, just, just starting their journey in this industry. They need that platform. Not to get clients, you know, that will come. But, you know, someone that can push and support them as they move forward in this journey. I love that. And I will support you on that. Thank you, my friend. Thank you I for appreciate sharing it. Yeah. that. Yeah, I love that. Love that. I appreciate right. it. You mentioned about um, entrepreneurship. You you mentioned about, you know, um, startups, either solopreneurs or um, artists, creators. But you know, having that first jump, it's really scary. I was there, yes. you were there, and I know a lot of our listeners and viewers are also excited to know, my friend, our main topic for today's episode, marketing tips for small businesses. Well, let's go straight to the point, my friend. Take it, the floor is yours. The marketing tips for small businesses from the amazing Noah Hutton. The floor is yours. Thank you. Yeah. So my biggest marketing tip for entrepreneurs, and this is taking me a long time to kind of learn and realize that this is the, what I should be doing is you need to be face to face with people. It doesn't matter if it's a potential client. So like for me, it's realtors mm. um, and other people, mainly realtors. Like it doesn't have to be the a real estate agent. It could be just other business owners in the right. community. It could be other uh, community leaders, you know, the mayor or mm. uh, state leaders or whoever it is, you need to be face to face with those people. No need, uh, reach out to them, but you're really going to gain a lot of traction when you get face to face with people mm. and you, you are able to talk and communicate your message. And another thing that kind of comes along with that is it is a very much a long game. It's right. not going to happen overnight. So uh, a good example of this is um, I worked with a brokerage um, down back at where I went to college in Purdue. And mm. we, I met them last summer around like July and I wanted to be a real estate photographer for them. So actually do their, their real estate listings. And they were like, Oh, we, we already have a person, but <laughs> we have a marketing need. We need a video Ooh, content for our, right. our business. And I said, I would be happy to do that. Let's talk about what you need. Mm. Um, let's talk about what I can offer. And that, relationship has kind of grown over time mm. it, it didn't really kind of get to the point where it's at until january and mm. i actually february so um it's it's going to be a long long-term play and, and when you get in front of these people it's not immediately pitching your services yes you're getting in front of these people and just asking them like hey how did you start your business or hey what is your favorite place in the community you're just having a conversation with them and, you know, naturally the thing's going to come up of what do you do for a living? What's right, your job? Right, Where do you work? Right. And so then you can maybe talk about your business. Oh, I'm a photographer. Oh, I'm a videographer. Oh, I own that cake shop. Oh, I love that cake shop. You know, like I should stop by. Like that kind of thing happens. And then, you know, like let's take the cake shop example. You're talking to can you cater? So that kind of conversation will just kind of happen. Or, hey, we're having an event in a few months. We would love to get a, a hype video for that or a promo video for it. For that can you send us over a quote so those type of things just kind of happen and it's and you know maybe there if you see the opportunity to pitch them and it's kind of natural in the conversation you do that but generally those conversations are casual they're very mm. conversational you're kind of learning about them and just taking mental notes about that right and then if you see the opportunity later on 
you know, maybe your services come up or maybe you see a need for them and you can kind of bring that into the conversation. But it's really about networking, getting your face mm. out there in the local community, especially because you don't know who knows people. Right, like, right. I met a person who I was doing podcasting work for as a contractor, just mm. editing the, somebody else's show. And he was like, hey, I met this other guy who actually works for the state government. Right. And they need some video services. <laughs> so then you can reach out to them. And then that kind of grows. And then that maybe turns into a potential client. So like, all these types of things you really never know who knows people. Mm. And there is some people in the community and you definitely know those people. They know every single person. <laughs> and so if you know somebody who knows them, that's your key into that person. Right. And then you'll get even more contacts. So it's really about getting your face out there and making yourself known. And that can mean a lot of different ways, whether it's just going to community events. So like a block party or mm. a, a grand opening of a, of a new business. Um, or joining a networking group. So mm. a little slips right here. And basically those are two referrals that I have. So those are two people who I can call and be like, hey, you know, X person talked about me to you. They think I'd be a great fit for your business. Let's wow. talk about how I can fit into your business. So those are already two really warm leads. Right. And potentially hot leads. Yeah. That I yeah. have just because I joined this group. So, mm. I mean, cold calling is great. Cold emailing is great. You know, Google ads, all these type of things. <laughs> but the the for small business owners, especially ones where you're service-based and client-based, you're not going to get any traction if you don't get your face out there and get your name out there um, and get, you know, into the community and talk to people like that. So that's my biggest tip for marketing for your small business. I love that. And it's something that's really uncomfortable, but it's you have to do it and you have to learn how to do it. I love that you mentioned, you know, it's uncomfortable <laughs> because it's true, right? It's not easy to, to go there face-to-face, -face, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably one of the most uncomfortable things, especially <laughs> if you're introverted. If you're extroverted, you know, maybe yeah. it's a lot easier and it's just natural to you. But like for me, it's super uncomfortable mm. and it's super awkward. Like last year, I went to a couple of Christmas parties for brokerages around the in in the <laughs> local community, and I had the worst. Excuse me, I had the worst time because I just I hated talking to people. I didn't want to like walk up to people like hey i'm no hutton like i didn't want to do that at all <laughs> so it was just really awkward for me but i kind of learned through that like i could have gotten a ton of business out of that or at mm. least made a lot of connections out of that if i had just talked to people, really? people and just kind of walk up to them so i think it's something where like if you're really introverted mm. you just have to get over it you have to throw yourself in the deep end and just start talking to people and it could be just like if you go to an event just talk to one person right like i right. did that for one of my first events um it was like an entrepreneurship networking social type event. And I talked to one guy um, and I don't think anything really came of it, but it was still like, it kind of broke the ice for me. It's like, okay, I just talked to a random person and that was really uncomfortable for me, but it, it kind of broke the ice. And then we, I started talking to more people. Um, so it is really uncomfortable. It sucks the first time <laughs> you do it, but you have to do it and you, it'll get a lot easier the more you do it. And now, like, I mean, I'm still introverted. I'm still parties. It's I prefer one-on-one -on -one kind of conversations. Right, I right, don't right. like going to big parties and talking to people and or going up on stage and talking mm. to somebody. But I'm a lot more comfortable with it now than I than I was three, four months ago, just because I've gotten way more involved yes. in the community and talking to more people. And this network group really helps. So, uh, yeah, it's uncomfortable. You have to do it. I, I love I love that you mentioned that you know it's not always about straight to the point making a pitch right um i i love yeah. that you said that you know sometimes 
you don't even make a pitch and, and nothing's gonna happen, right? You're just building that relationship. You're just building and nurturing that connection. And who knows, maybe that person uh, is connected to someone and is connected to someone that would end up needing your services, right? You never know. I love that. You know, a lot of, a lot of people in this generation, they, they, they want it fast. They, they want to make a pitch. They want to, they want to make a deal. <laughs> and that's not bad. I mean, yes. who, who doesn't want to make a, a deal for, yep. for the business? But I love that you mentioned that, you know, that's not the focus. It's, it's the person, it's the relationship, it's the connection. Because if you put that in place first, then a good deal, a good project, the money, so to speak, will come after that. So thank you. Thank you, Noah, yeah. for you know giving us that overview and, and opening our minds to, for all the listeners and viewers out there, guys, just have a great time. Connect with people yes. face-to-face, of course, with respect. Don't, don't focus on the pitch yet. <laughs> just, just build yeah. that relationship, make that connection, and have fun. <laughs> yeah, one thing I kind of learned is like, Nobody really wants to be pitched to, especially <laughs> yes, if you're yes. not in a position to be pitched to. Like if you're at a Christmas party and people are just trying to get, yes. you know, drink and have fun, they don't want to be pitched on real on photography services. Maybe they're not thinking about that. They're not, they just had a great year in real estate and they're not thinking about that. So I think it's really important to kind of recognize the, the time and place for a pitch. Mm. Um, and, you know, maybe it's, hey, here's my card. I'll call you in a week and we can get something set up. And that's all you say. Right. And then maybe once they're in a mindset of, okay, we're back to work. Because I know like in real estate specifically, like early December, mm. they all just shut down. Mm. They do their Christmas parties for all the companies, all the associations they go to. They shut down and then they go to Mexico and they have a fun time and they go on vacation. <laughs> and then they come back and, you know, mid, mid-January, they start up again. Right. So right. like for me, I had to recognize like, hey, nobody is buying real estate photography in december so i do not need to pitch them because all they're thinking about is having a good time right? christmas <laughs> and yeah having a great time so i think it's really important to just kind of recognize the situation if you're in a situation where it's not really appropriate to pitch or not really right to pitch just have the conversation maybe at the end hey here's my card i gotta run here's my card give me a call love to talk to you in the future and that's all you say because wow. Maybe they call, maybe they don't, and you can follow up on that. But you know, it's 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 important to kind of make the conversation natural and not pitch them when they. It's really not the time to pitch them, and I've I've been kind of at fault for that. I've definitely pitched the wrong times. Have, have you? Hurt what, what, wait, bit, you, but, you mentioned about that, yeah. my friend. Can you share that? Can you share that uh, moment in your life that you were, you know, you were starting up and and you throw out a pitch for in the middle of, you know, an occasion or an event, and then it turned out to be not, not nice. Yeah. Can you share that? <laughs> yeah, so it's not as, as, uh, it's, I'll just share the story. It's not crazy, but mm. it was just, it was a learning moment for me for sure. So I went to, um, I have a family member who works in the RV industry. So the, the RV camper industry. Right. Um, and I went to a trade show there where they were trying to, you know, people come and they look at all the new RVs and they yeah. buy RVs and sell RVs and all this kind of stuff. And I knew I was doing some work for them later on this year, mm. uh, for the group he's with. So I was like, let me just, let me just go and check it out see what an RV show looks like. Cause I never, I never been to one. So I went and I was just kind of walking around looking at all the RVs, going in the campers, kind of looking around. 
and eventually I was talking to some people and they're like, Oh, what are you doing? Like, are you here to buy? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I explained why I was there. <laughs> and then I kind of got the bug of like, Oh, like maybe I could get them as clients. Right. And so I started to kind of hand out my card and honestly, I handed it out way too fast. <laughs> I would honestly just like walk out the way to go. You don't want to have your like card in hand. Cause they'll see that. And they'll be like, Oh shoot, he's going to pitch me already. Like you don't want that. So I was doing that a little bit talking to those people and like it, it didn't work out in the way that I wanted to. And I, I got a, I got a call later from that family member and he was like, Hey, they don't want to be pitched on photography. So don't pitch them on <laughs> photography. And I was like, I kind of felt bad, but I was also like, Oh, that's very true. Like, right. sorry. I didn't, I didn't really mean to. And I, it wasn't like a big deal, Yeah, yeah. but it was just kind of that moment of like, Hey, don't do that. Yeah. They, they're not there for that. They're there to sell RVs. Mm. They don't want to be talked to by vendors there because they're making deals. Like I watched multiple people buy RVs for the show. Right. And so if I'm talking to one of their salespeople, that is one less person maybe oh, he can yeah. sell an RV to. So wow. it's kind of, it's again, like recognizing the right time and place for mm. that to happen. Um, and kind of just recognizing the situation you're in. So if you're at a trade show where people are trying to sell products to vendors and most of the attendees are those vendors that are actual customers mm. and you're not a customer, you're not in the right place necessarily. Maybe buy a booth at that point. Then, <laughs> then you can be a vendor at the trade show and be yes. a part of it as opposed yeah. to just like kind of disruptive in that situation. So that was kind of my learning moment. And now I don't go to a ton of trade shows just because <laughs> I recognize that they're not, you know, that's not the time and right. place. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really about just kind of being very cognizant of your surroundings and understanding like what, why you're there. Exactly. Wow. What a, yeah. what a story, man. <laughs> we have a, a question from Bobby, Bobby James on Instagram. How do you know, yeah. how do you know the right person to approach for a pitch. So, you know, maybe you're in an event, a show, or a party. So how do you, how can you know the right person, which that you can approach and make a pitch? Yeah, make a pitch. Yeah, so I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, you're not always there to pitch. So I think really in those situations, what the, the right thing to do is like just change talk the to mindset, right? Change your mindset. Yeah, don't, like I don't go and, and you know, have yes, that like that you need to make a pitch. Just just delete it. Right. Yeah. Like you can, you know, let's say you're going to an association event. You can mm. look up who the leadership of that association is in the, in the in the beginning and be like, OK, if I see those people, those are people I should talk to. Ah. And those are, that's a great way to do it. But don't go into an event. Or go into a thing and be like, oh, that's the president of the company. <laughs> I should pitch him. Uh, that's a really bad way to go about it. Uh, because nine times out of ten, they don't want that. Yeah. So I would say just go into the situation. Talk to as many people as you can. Mm. Give out cards when you can. Um, and, you know, or like later on, if you know the right person to pitch to, let's say it's the marketing director or the events coordinator or whoever it is, mm. maybe you recognize who that person is planned amazingly love the the lights everything food right. is great love the event thanks for inviting me would love to set a time to talk about photography services and that's not during the event that's not a day after the event that is like a couple days after the event because mm. with a lot of these events you know they do the event and then they take yeah. three days off so um i would say i would i would always have your pitch ready i think that is that's one thing to Ooh, kind of nice. uh say is always have your pitch ready always have a little bit of blurb of what you're doing and what you can offer mm. um but 
don't go into every conversation with I'm going to pitch this person. Oh yeah. Just go into the conversation, have the conversation, just be a regular human being and have a conversation. And if the conversation gets there, yeah, pitch them or say like, Hey, I, I saw this event. This would be great if we set up this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. or if you're a caterer, like, Hey, I, I could do this themed food for you or however you want. Like food is great. I could do it better, but only pitch when you see the right time. And it's a really hard to kind of, it sometimes it's hard to kind of understand the right time. In, the, in those situations, I would probably say it's not the right time. <laughs> so uh, I would say just kind of be very cognizant about where you are and what the event is, mm. um, but always have the pitch ready in case the conversation does lead to that. Wow. So. Amazing, amazing tips, powerful tips from the amazing Noah Hutton there, you guys. I love it. I love it. I learn a lot and I hope you guys learn a lot from the amazing Noah here. And guys, remember, I will say it again. Just enjoy. Don't think about making a pitch. Forget about that. Make connection, build relationship, and everything will follow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Noah, for, you know, sharing those amazing tips, sharing your story, and really giving valuable insights. But, my friend, we are not done yet. No, we're not done yet. (laughs) We are now in the part of the show that we will play a game. This is a tradition here. We call it the creative fast talk. I'm going to be asking you questions, and you are not allowed to spend much time thinking what the right answer would be. First word that comes into your mind, shoot. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's go. First question, Noah. Sun or snow? Sun. Structured or chaotic? Structured. Love or money? Love. If you were an animal, Noah, what animal would you be and why? I would be a golden retriever. Uh, wow. puppy or a dog just because I, I love dogs um, I love the energy that they bring um, they're very energetic but also love to just kind of nap around and, and hang around so wow love that very specific <laughs> yes <laughs> all right Noah what is something inside your bag always something inside your bag when you were a little boy oh that's a really interesting question um Oh, my Game Boy Advance. When I was a little kid, I always had a Game Boy or a DS, the Nintendo DS. I upgraded at some point, but I always had it with me. All right. Since you mentioned a a Nintendo uh, gear, let's just say, you know, a computer. Yeah. Yeah, For all those um, new generation folks out there (laughs) that doesn't know (laughs) what a Game Boy is. Um, Yeah. What's your favorite game that you always play? Of course, it's expensive, like the cartridges before, right? So, yeah. Uh, what are your favorite? What's the best, the the most um, played game that you have before? I well, so when I was a kid, it was it was Pokemon. <laughs> but I would say as I grew up, it would be uh, either Minecraft or NBA Two K. Wow, love that, love that, love that. All right, next, yeah. Noah. What are you afraid of? I am afraid of not having like control of the situation like i always want to know what's going on not having the knowledge let's say that because i can deal without the control but not having the knowledge of what's happening in the situation yeah that's scary love that love that next popcorn yeah. and movies or dinner and dancing 
I would go popcorn and movies. I'm not a big dancer. <laughs> all right. Since you mentioned popcorn and movies, name your top three movies of all time. Well, this is really good because I was a film major in college, so I have that ready. <laughs> my my favorite movie is Ocean's Eleven with Ooh. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah. My second favorite is Black Panther, mm. the first one. Uh, and then my third favorite is um, The Rules of the Game, which is a really old 40s French movie. I don't know. I, I, didn't, uh, I don't know about that. I'm going to I'm going to search that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good one. It's really good. It's really old, but really good. Wow. All right. This last question, Noah, can lead into something serious depending on how you take it. All right. Okay. If you have the power, if you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Oh, my gosh. Um... Anyone, anyone in the whole wide world. I would honestly say, and it's going to be a family member. I have an uncle who passed away uh, when I was younger. Um, he passed away of a uh, ALS, which is um, a really debilitating uh, condition. And mm. uh, I would just love to kind of talk to him because I didn't really know him that well. I only knew him when he had the condition. So I would love to kind of have a relationship with him and talk to him more because he seemed like a really, really interesting guy when he was right. alive. So that would be my answer. It's a little, little depressing, a little sad, but I would love to talk to him. So, well, I'm sure Noah, you know, he, he is very proud of you and there's a lot of love going on. So thank you. Thank you, Noah, for, yes. you know, sharing your story, your journey, giving us valuable insight, powerful tips, and, you know, having the time to play the game. And now we know that you are a Pokemon player. <laughs> I am, yes. A Game Boy player. So <laughs> I also I also have a Game Boy before. Um, I think uh, I have the, the Game Boy Classic, the big one, the thick ones. Yeah, I had one of those too. Yeah, Mine was the like flip up one. I had the yeah, flip one. The, the yep. bulletproof <laughs> Game Boy. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I had an upgrade. It's a Game Boy Pocket. Like, it's like. A... Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was. I never had that one, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Noah, I know you have a lot of um, projects, your social media accounts, your business, or any releases that you want to share. Please feel free to promote. The floor is yours. Yeah, of course. So my business is called NTH Productions, um, NTH Productions, like the letters, my initials. So you could uh, visit, my website is actually noah-hutton.com. I'm getting a new website, working on that. But right now it's noah-hutton.com. Um, and my Insta my all my socials are NTH Productions. Um, so you can find me on there. It's a black background with a gold letter. Um, and then my podcast is called The Rest of Us Podcast. Um, it's really uh great i think conversations are great um you'll learn a lot from younger entrepreneurs i just released my favorite episode that i've recorded yet um it was with a a, a sister a duo of sisters we only had one sister on but she they own a coffee truck um in virginia um so it's really really interesting um just how they got that started so i highly recommend that episode or any of the episodes honestly they're really great um but it's called the rest of us you can find it on any platform youtube S same thing on uh social media as well we're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, all of them. So, Lo love the title. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It's, it's really something catchy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it, guys. Please do connect with Noah. I'm sure 
he can help you in your journey toward success. This is Jan Santos together with Noah Hutton. Always remember, have a positive outlook in life. Smile. God bless you all. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.